0: Billy Graham said, we can take persecution because we know the purpose behind it. The purpose is to glorify God. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome again to Man of the Word. I trust that you all have been well. This is another day that the Lord has made for us to rejoice and to be glad in it. Today, our topic is on persecution. And with me, I have a good friend and brother in Christ who is none other than William Wangi aka Shepherd. Together we will be discussing this topic in depth and I hope it will be a blessing to you. Karibu sana William.
1: Thank you so much Barbara.
0: Okay so let me start by asking you this. When you get to heaven which Bible character other than Jesus would you like to meet and why?
1: Uh, Oh yeah definitely I want to see Jesus but Mm. there was a time I was going through the book of uh, Joshua and I was really amazed how this young man I was able to take up the baton from Moses and the assurance that God gave him that he will be with him and that no one will be able to stand against him it's powerful that Joshua actually took these words and hid them in his heart Mm. and oh my goodness the battles that he was able to win and how he trusted God you remember he's the only guy in the Bible uh, recorded where he stopped time we yes I so remember. i'm looking forward to uh, <laughs> meet captain joshua someday and just interact with him and i don't know i don't know if, if heaven we <laughs> will still need to uh be encouraged i'm not so sure but i will just be excited to uh hear from him his life uh, here on earth
0: mm, yes. that's a good character to mm. actually pick because when you read joshua it uh, it records like victory after victory Like, with this guy, there was no defeat. And I'm sure there was a secret behind that. Mm. So that's amazing. I think, for me, I would love to meet Paul. Ah, Apostle Paul. (laughs) Apostle Paul. Mm. Why is because he faced so much persecution Mm. and kept going. Mm -hmm. Because there's a place he records all the form of persecution he went through. You know, the beatings, the shipwreck. And he still kept going he Mm -hmm. never said you know what that's enough (laughs) he still kept standing for christ so Mm -hmm. i'd love to meet paul (laughs) and the secret behind his writings yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yes you know
1: you know you you just mentioned about apostle paul i remember there was a friend who was telling me that it's amazing how paul is in prison he's Mm -hmm. the one going through uh trials and tribulations yet when he writes his letter he's the one encouraging people who are free free in their yes. churches. Mm-hmm. He's the one saying, I'm praying for you, but actually the church should be the one praying Pray for, for him. him so,
0: That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's an icon. um, And I'm sure he will refuse that name, icon, <laughs> and still glorify Jesus. Uh, anyway, so today we, are, as we're going to look at persecution, I just want to read a few passages from Scripture, and then we'll start our discussion. So in Acts chapter 8, verse 1 to 3, this is the time where Paul is almost... Saul, who was Saul, is almost being introduced in the picture. We see him in the persecution of Stephen, and then now, officially, he's being introduced in scripture. And it says, On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. And then in Acts chapter four, verse 23 to 35, which we won't read, but it's the story of when Peter and John, they were arrested and they appeared before the leaders then, but then they were released and threatened not to talk about Jesus. And then the last verse I'm going to read is John 15, verse 20. And it says, remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. And if they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. And so we see that persecution has always made the church stronger, I believe. Mm. (laughs) Because even when you see the church today, most people come to church. Sorry to say, but when things are tough... Mostly you'll see people seeking the Lord when things are tough. Mm -hmm. And it it sort of like fuels something in people's hearts. When we go through tough times, it builds something in us. And also like, I feel like it also separates those people who just come to church, just to attend from the people who are really serious about seeking the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so it separates the church from the world. Yes. And I remember there was a course we attended with William, and it was called Kairos. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. we were taught about two laws, that mm-hmm. God uses two laws to further the gospel. Mm-hmm. One is attraction, and we see that in Solomon. God made Solomon an attraction to a point where the Queen of Sheba yeah. actually came to listen to what mm-hmm. Solomon has to say. Yeah. And Through that, Solomon was able to express who God is through that wisdom. Mm -hmm. And I believe that God makes some of us to be an attraction in this world today so that we can father the gospel, Mm -hmm. so that we can glorify God, Mm -hmm. so that others can come and say, okay, what's the secret behind Mm -hmm. this? And Mm -hmm. you tell them, let Mm -hmm. me tell you the secret. Mm -hmm. It's actually Jesus. And the other law that um, we were taught was the law of persecution. God does not create persecution, mm. but he uses it. Mm. When you remember in Acts where the Holy Spirit had come, I'm sure the disciples were very comfortable in Jerusalem. Mm. You can remember they were even one. Yeah. They were sharing food. Yeah. They were selling their shambas. Yeah. It was good. That mm. was good. But God in Acts 1.8 had said that you'll receive power wow. to witness. Spirit, yeah, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And so they were, they were given power and they were empowered to witness. And so that witness did not have to stop in Jerusalem. Mm. It had to go somewhere else. Mm. And so God used that persecution to spread the gospel. That's why we hear stories like Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. Mm. It's because through persecution, like we saw in the verse that we just read, like the gospel went farther and wider like mm. in the world yes. to the ends of the earth. Mm. And also the disciples of Jesus were not spared either.
1: Because
0: <laughs> no. we find that someone like John, you know, he was put in a pot of boiling oil and did not die. He actually escaped it and was exiled. Someone like Peter was crucified. Someone like Matthew was possibly stabbed. And so all these um, disciples, just like Jesus had said, mm-hmm. like because Jesus was persecuted, they also went through persecution for the sake of christ and so that just opens our topic today like william so in what ways do christians face persecution in the world today uh, interesting
1: i like this topic but <laughs> let me start let me start there and mm-hmm. uh, i i want to thank you for um having such a platform where people will be encouraged to remain strong in the lord and, and uh, there's a verse that, uh, before we started this recording, that I, I, <laughs> I read several to you as we were testing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 16, mm-hmm. you know, saying that uh, we should make the best use of the time because the days we are living in are evil. Um, and actually what you're doing right now on this platform is making use of this time so that uh, people can get to here. So now, this topic of uh, persecution, it's indeed true that uh, persecution is happening even today. Uh, it did not just occur during the times of the apostles and when they were they, they are gone when they died that it ended no the Bible does tell us in Timothy that all who desire to live a godly life shall be persecuted yes so so it's a it's a, we are assured that you will be persecuted um, yes. and 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 you see that um persecution is um it's painful it's it's a form of suffering that one goes through. Because you are having different beliefs or faith. Yes. And so there are Christians who are suffering today. Christians um, suffer differently. There are some who are suffering physical pain, yes, psychological pain, emotional pain, and... Um, just to give an example, we have heard of um, of countries um, like China, and we were talking about this earlier on, or uh, North Korea, where Christians are physically, you know, uh, beaten and taken to jail and uh, go through all that. But then there are also other uh, countries where Christianity is accepted, uh, there is freedom of worship, and, and the country can be known as a godly country, but then if people... Uh, living according to what the Bible says, you know, obeying Christ to the latter, you realize that you will start being isolated and people gossip about you Mm -hmm. and people, you know, they even mock you and say all manner of things and uh, they don't want to associate with you. You can be called names. Um, You're called foolish and outdated and, uh, you know, not in their class. So there is persecution today.
0: Mm -hmm. I totally agree, and not only this is in all degrees, I must say, because there's that extreme level of being tortured, being burned, being killed, being imprisoned. But then kids in school, mm-hmm. even primary school kids, yes. when they go to school, some of them in church will come and say, you know what, someone told me that going to church is not cool. They, they did not want to play with me because I go to church, yeah. you know. So yes. it's, it's faced by every single age group. Yes. Even kids are not exempted. Mm-hmm. So we as Christians do face persecution based yeah. on our faith. Yes. Truly,
1: truly. I have I've, I've done high school ministry. Some of the schools I go to, you hear their teachers are even telling them that you're wasting a lot of time in your morning devotion prayers. You know, yes, and uh, to some extent, they're even accused of uh, breaking the school uh, rules and all that, and and it's not true. Yeah. And when you hear them speaking, they they they, f- they feel crushed and they feel like they are doing a wrong thing. Yes, but this is still a form of persecution because you realize that the enemy is behind all this. Yes, there is a great enemy that is fighting them to discourage them from uh, still living for Christ.
0: For sure, mm. and so like we are here not just to encourage adults, but Also children, I I know of high schoolers who listen to this. So you're not alone as you're facing any form of persecution, Mm. especially for your faith. And so you, William, have you ever personally, you know, ever been abused or called names because you are a Christian? Mm. And how did you react?
1: I have been persecuted. Okay, come to think of it, compared to... Like the kind of persecution that the apostles went through. Yes. (laughs) Mine is nothing, you know. (laughs) And uh, and in fact, I'm not even the best candidate to be here, Barbara, to talk about this. But I want to say that even the small things that we go through for the sake of Christ and they hurt us, they are significant in the eyes of God. True. I remember back in high school, I was a leader. Yes, and uh, also I was elected. God led me to apply for this position to become a leader, mm-hmm. uh, head of academics. So I got really good votes because uh, my, my school we would we would cast ballots, <laughs> we would put uh, yes. ballot papers and all that, and 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 I had really done very well. I don't know what people thought about me when they elected me. Yes, but they thought I will just do what they want me to do. Mm. But for me, I realized that getting to that position was. For the glory of God, yes. so meaning that I wouldn't tolerate evil. Yes. I wouldn't <laughs> permit things that are contrary to the word of God. So Barbara, I remember this day, I I went to the to the washrooms, mm-hmm. the toilets. Then I have overheard uh, two guys were having a conversation, and they were talking about uh, how they elected people, and 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 one of them said, actually this this guy called William. I, I have no idea why we elected him. I'm not sure if I I finished doing what I wanted (laughs) to do to the toilet, but I just came out and, you know, I felt hurt. Yes. Um, But at that time I realized Mm. these people say this because Mm. they have observed my walk with the Lord.
0: Yes. That
1: I am not willing to uh, give in to their their evil uh, deeds. I've been a a leader of youths in an organization and uh, one time I was having a... a meeting with the leaders and just reflecting on how things are doing, and then I came to learn that some of the members that we were leading were living in sin you know, the yes. kind of things that the Bible says they should be unheard of. Yes, you? so I asked the leaders, well, I am not aware of these things that are happening. And one of the leaders said, William, don't you know that people are looking at you like Jesus outside here? Mm. I think the person meant it in a good way. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I felt hurt by yes. her, mm-hmm. that um that people are doing things and and they're not telling me, they're not willing to come to share with me, we pray together and see how we can find a solution simply because they their view of me mm. kinda creates a separation. Yes. So so that was that was painful. Yeah. Um and of course, like you said, sometimes being committed to um, church activities and um, and all mm-hmm. that, uh, sometimes family can have different opinions and and they can say things and they can injure you.
0: Yeah, um, for sure. Or in a
1: matatu in, in our country in Kenya, uh, we know this. I think any Kenyan understands that matatu is is one place that uh, evangelism is <laughs> needed. You know? Yes, because uh, they put loud music and it's dirty music and all that. Uh, There's several, I've gone into a matatu and I've told them, please turn down the volume Mm. or or switch it off or just change. And you hear they utter different kinds of words saying, oh, uh, you're pretending you're these kinds of Christians who are like this and Mm. that. So, uh, yeah, but of mine, nothing compared to what, uh, (laughs) like I said, the apostles went through. But the journey is not yet finished. That's Um, true. uh, Personally, I want to live for the Lord and I hope that... um, Someone at home will be encouraged or anywhere that uh, live for the Lord. Mm. And if it brings you to a place where you are inflicted with pain, uh, stand out strong. That's true. Be happy. Mm-hmm. Because uh, persecution, it, it is a blessing actually. Yeah. God can use it to uh, yes. bring um, a lot of change in our lives. That's
0: for sure. Thank you for sharing. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, its it's a lot what we go through, and of course we haven't reached that degree of being burnt and being killed and being crucified, <laughs> but I feel like sometimes emotionally we are crucified, emotionally we are isolated, emotionally, like, people do these things to Christians, mm-hmm. and it's in the aim of hurting, because with persecution it's like you're being tortured or being treated unfairly because you stand for something, Yes, and so... Uh, I appreciate you for sharing that because Mm. even us, when we read about the apostles, it Mm. encourages us. Do you know that? Yes. That if, like, if I look at the life of Paul and I see he didn't give up even after he was being Mm. beaten, then it encourages me to stand stronger as opposed to if I never heard of Apostle Paul. Because now I'll be thinking uh, how can I stand strong and I've never heard of anyone who has stood strong, you know. So, even you, your testimony today is helping someone else stand strong and say, oh, if William went through this, I can also endure this. So thank you for sharing that. And in <clears throat> in 2 Timothy 3.12, which you quoted earlier, says, in fact, <laughs> in fact, like it's, it is a fact, mm-hmm. that everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Not can be, no. not might be, but will be, will be persecuted. And I read that this with a heavy heart. Yeah. <laughs> but in, it's because in reality, no one wants to face persecution. No, no. one wants to feel pain. No one. And so in what ways can we positively view like this persecution in a positive way? Mm-hmm. And say like, okay, if I go through this, it, it has a meaning. It has... It has a reason, you know, Mm -hmm. because many people, even some have opted not to be Christians because they are thinking if being a Christian is going through stuff like Paul, no thanks. So does going through persecution have, you know, like have a reason?
1: Mm. I like that question. So why persecution? But first of all, so there is persecution and that means there is a persecutor.
0: Right, yes, there is a persecutor, yes, and we
1: know that, um, that the one behind all this is the devil.
0: Mm. No
1: matter how we might want to look at all this or you know, sugarcoat it, the devil is behind all persecution, yes, it's not from God, clearly, it's not from God, no. but God can use it. And and I say that with the authority of, of scripture because the Bible te- actually calls Satan the accuser of brethren, yes.
0: Uh, I was is. reading mm-hmm.
1: Revelation chapter 12, verse 10. Well, the Bible says he is the accuser of brethren who accuses them day and night. So he's the one who goes before God and, and utters all kinds of accusations, claiming we are this and that and that and that. Uh, the Bible also calls him a thief and a killer and a destroyer, John ten yes. ten. So so the devil. Um, he's, he's referred to as the liar and the father of all lies So he, mm-hmm. he will lie And we see that some of these persecutions Is that people lie about you Yes They do lie yes. about you yes. So what I'm just saying is that um, The enemy is behind it And yes. he's, he's evil And so he will use people He does use people to bring mm-hmm. uh, persecution But uh, we can be encouraged, Barbara That mm-hmm. the good news is that Even if the enemy has that power To inflict pain on believers. Yeah. Um, And he does that. And we have seen that he does that. And and, and God actually permits him. Mm. Uh, The good news is that God is able to use that evil scheme to turn it together for good. Amen. And uh, people who go through persecution, there is a way you can block all that pain and concentrate on the joy and the peace that God gives. Mm. That the pain, you can feel the pain physically and, and probably emotionally you're drained. But when you change your focus and look to God, God mm. provides his peace and his joy and you can go, you can endure. I think that you wonder how can people like you mentioned about John, um, that the Christian yes. history tells us he, he was boiled and all those things. You wonder how can someone go through such wickedness, pain mm. and still bounce back? And be willing uh, to even die for the Lord. Yes, uh, it shows that their their compass was entirely on their God. eyes
0: on Jesus. Their
1: eyes were on same Jesus.
0: to Stephen. Yeah, Stephen right. in the midst of being stoned. Mm. That's one place I I marvel every time because yeah. it's like in the midst of being stoned. Stoning is a very physical torture. Like every part of you is in pain mm-hmm. when people are throwing stones at you, and still. Stephen had like zero attention on them, on the torture itself, but his eyes were on Jesus, you know, and he could say, I could see the heavens (laughs) open. And I was just like, this is pain you're feeling right now, but exactly what you said, his focus was on Jesus. And that's why he could see what he saw. So I I love that.
1: Do you remember Barbara that um, there's a time, I think it's in Acts, where... When the disciples were persecuted, they actually rejoiced because they were considered worthy to yes. suffer yes the Lord. You know that, mm-hmm. that kind of attitude <laughs> it is amazing and it Cle- uh, yeah. clearly shows that their focus was on God. The one, they knew whom they have believed. They knew yes. their God. They knew that at the end of the days, God wins. And this is only for a short period of time. Yes. So so quickly, mm-hmm. what is the blessing of persecution? Yes. I think that's what you, yes. you asked. Mm-hmm. Um, why should you go through persecution and, and be willing to stay in the fire? What's the blessing in it? Number one, um, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 10, the Beatitudes, that yes. blessed are those who are persecuted, persecuted. for righteousness' sake. Because uh, the the promise is that the kingdom of heaven belongs to them, and so there is a reward of heaven for them that suffer yeah,
0: for Christ.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. so I mean, who wouldn't want that, right? If mm-hmm. you knew that um the Christ uh, promised, and He has promised uh, to to give us uh eternity sure. with Him, you can go through this with joy. For sure. No matter uh, no matter how painful it is. Mm-hmm. Number two, I would say the blessing of persecution is. Um, it's during persecution mm. that you place your trust and dependence on God alone. Because that time, um, uh, probably you're alone and your mind has failed you, your tactics, your emotions. There is nothing you can depend on. Other than God. There is a, so, so that's the time where your attention completely is on God and you realize, God, you're the only one who can help. So it's a blessing. It's a blessing to reach such a state where you can fully rely on God.
0: It deepens your faith.
1: Kabisa, mm-hmm. kabisa. Number three, uh, when you are persecuted, it is an indication that you are not of this world, oh, but you yes. are from heaven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Jesus puts it this way, Barbara, that they hated me. Actually, let me read that <laughs> verse. Um, uh-huh. John chapter 7, verse 7. Uh-huh. It says, the world cannot hate you, mm. but it hates me because i testify about it that its works are evil Mm. and so if you are living for god and walking in honesty walking in integrity willing to do the right thing come what may living as an ambassador who is ambassador of heaven yeah. you will be persecuted and being persecuted it, it it's, it's a language it's communicating telling you hey these people are doing yeah. this to you because you are not, not of this yeah. world That's you are true. of another kingdom for sure yeah mm-hmm. okay uh, i think the blessing also of persecution is that um it provides an arena for the word of god to be tested in our lives Ooh, Do you remember I when when uh, <laughs> joseph Actually, I think the Bible does say in Psalms that the word of God was tested in Joseph. Mm. And so uh, we say we believe in God. We say that we have fully surrendered to him. <laughs> Until you test' tested. Until you're tested. That's when you can uh, clearly say, hey, really, this is, my, yeah. my trust is in the Lord. So, so persecution provides that arena where uh, the word of God can be tested in you. Um, That's good.
0: um,
1: The blessing of persecution. You come out uh, of the other end strong and be the testimony to encourage fellow believers. Mm -hmm. You know, you you, you start by reading, I think, Acts chapter 5, where um, this, uh, 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 even, was it Peter who was uh, arrested and. Uh, was taken to jail and believers were praying for him. And yes, yes. When he came, they couldn't believe that that was Paul. And, and when he entered, he encouraged them. Yes. He encouraged them how uh, the Lord delivered him uh, from that form of pain. So it's a blessing in disguise.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. For sure. Wow. I <laughs> I love that point. Yeah. It is, yeah. you know, it, it it can be used as a place to, you know, to speak about Christ. So persecution has its benefits. It might be painful. <clears throat> it might not be the avenue you want <laughs> mm. for God to grow your faith. But also in James, he talks about, you know, the testing of your faith. Our faith will be tested, but it produces something. It produces perseverance. And perseverance, it says perseverance must finish its work. Yes. <laughs> so sometimes we have to stay somewhere which where we don't want, where we feel it's, painful, Mm -hmm. there's something beautiful that comes out of it. Because it says perseverance must complete its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And so we can't be Christians who are going outside there and we are lacking patience. Or we are Christians going in the marketplace Mm -hmm. and we are lacking self-control. And so sometimes God might use some circumstances to actually mold you into a person he wants to reflect his glory upon yeah. and so when you go out there <laughs> when someone pokes you yes. you know it's Christ who is coming out not yeah. anger not you know impatience not just funny funny things that are coming right. out no, yes. I like
1: that Barbara um, and you know Galatians 5 talks about uh, the fruit of the spirit that should be displayed in our yes, lives, okay? yes. And uh, um, you know, many times we pray and ask God, "Please, God, fill me with your love <laughs> for people, fill me yes. with um, <laughs>
0: patience, kindness,
1: patience, and goodness, and self-control." And but I think the way the Lord answers that prayer is that He will place you in situations where.
0: There's no that, patience. That,
1: there's no <laughs> patience. And so that patience will be developed in you, yes. right? Where you meet people who it's so hard to love them. But so that love will be displayed, will be seen. That fruit mm. will be yielded yes. during those circumstances.
0: Yes, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you feel like, um, as a listener out there, when you feel like you don't have patience anymore, that's when as a believer... When you're at the end of your patience, God extends his patience. Mm -hmm. Like when you're relying on him, when you say, I don't know how to love these colleagues. I don't know how to love these people. Mm -hmm. It's when you've reached the end, that's when God begins. He's like, you know what, let me now show you how to love my way. That is if you let him. And so, yeah, Yeah. there are benefits to it. And Mm -hmm. every day I believe that God is growing us to be people who reflect him. Even when we go through tough times, yes. because when you go gracefully through persecution, mm-hmm. it it is a reflection of who is inside of you mm-hmm. and who is enabling you. Mm-hmm. And one of the last things William would like to ask is like, especially in 2020, we went through COVID, mm-hmm. like a pandemic in the world, and there are many people who questioned God's goodness. Mm-hmm. But like, you know what? I don't understand how a good God can allow my family member to die or a good God can allow, you know, this and this friend to go through this. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot for people to, to go through. I was just going to throw this common question to you that many people ask. And Mm -hmm. I think books have been written about it. Like why do bad things happen to good Mm -hmm. people? Mm -hmm. And I don't think we are good, but (laughs) we are not good yet. But but yeah, people ask that, like, yeah. I, God, I've been doing this, and I've been doing this, and I've been tithing, and I've been going to church. Yeah. Why do bad <clears throat> things happen to me? And they don't understand, like, how is it that God can allow this? Yeah. And I don't know what you may have to say to such people.
1: I have, I have two ways to answer <laughs> this question. Yes. Please. Number one, we talked of the persecutor being the devil, Yes. Satan. And so this is an evil present world controlled by the devil who is so evil, right? Mm. In fact, the Bible calls him the God of this world.
0: Mm -hmm. You know,
1: that can be shocking to to, to, to hear. The Bible actually refers to Satan as the one controlling this world. He's also called the prince of this world, okay? Mm -hmm. And so bad things will happen because... There is an evil leader. Mm, yes. There is one who is bringing uh, evil, and yes. we are in this uh, world. fallen world. Yes. So, so, so uh, that's why you will get accidents. That's why there are sicknesses. Mm. What? That's why you know the economy will collapse. That's why b- many things happen because the one on top is the devil. Mm. Okay, number two, Barbara. Uh, l- I like what you said, and and I want to ask this: Who are good people? <laughs> you know who mm-hmm. are good people we are all by nature fallen beings yes. we are fallen uh sinful people who are born with evil desire to just oppose god so that's our natural disposition right yeah and so you know actually romans romans chapter 3 mm-hmm. tells us that that there is no one who is Is not even one no one no one does what is righteous we are all evil okay and so uh, actually it's the mercy of god that we are able to see his goodness in fact i would like to revert that question and ask it this way why do good things happen to evil people
0: exactly like because we don't deserve it (laughs) yes Mm. when you look at the breath that we have the breath every day god wakes us up every day and i think paul reached a point in his life where he said you know what i'm so grateful that god considered me worthy you know to be used of him in Mm. in in his service Mm. because i think paul was sitting down and thinking okay I have been this sinful person. Mm-hmm. Why did God have to choose me? Yes. Why, like, he could have had any other person to reach out to the Gentiles. Why me? And he concluded by saying, it's all his faithfulness. You know, like, I have been chosen to be a display of God's grace. So we should be grateful that every good thing we have, every good and perfect gift it's comes from, from God. God. It comes from God. It <laughs> yes. comes from God for sure.
1: I would like to um, say something Mm -hmm. uh, let me ask this why are we persecuted you know Mm -hmm. why is there persecution Um, why is there bad things happening and and, and, and clearly um, so there there is an evil leader yes there is an evil leader Mm -hmm. Um, number two It seems like this evil leader the devil his 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 war against god started way before we even
0: existed yes right so (laughs) it's
1: like we are we are coming in into an evil world Mm -hmm. where there's this guy who wants to defeat god but he's not able and so he goes to um to touch he wants to touch that which is of god okay Okay. and that's us that's us human beings Um, Mm um you will be persecuted and you will go through pain because um when the church takes control because even though we are saying that uh, the, the entire universe is fallen and the God of this world is the one in charge, remember Jesus went to the cross and the reason why he went to the cross it was to bring us to God right yes and it was also to restore that which the first uh, man lost Adam okay That's true. it was to restore control it was to give us the keys, that the enemy the took it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he stole it. He stole it from, uh, from the human, Adam, yes. from, from the human beings. And so the devil knows that when we as the church take our position,
0: mm. he is
1: defeated. For he sure. understands mm. that, that that's a big problem to him. Because Barbara, I'm telling you right now, if believers are walking faithfully and worshiping God, yes. there will be a lot of liberation. People for will sure. be liberated for right for now. Sure. People mm. are in slavery. People are suffering. There is a lot yeah. of pain. And if you can remember when we were doing the Kairos training, uh, they were saying that one of the, uh, the the poorest, poorest places on earth, these are places where they have never heard of the gospel.
0: For sure. <laughs> you know, the, yes. the most
1: enriched people groups. That's where there's a lot of poverty. There's mm, a lot of witchcraft. Uh, witchcraft yes. and, and people are bound by Satan. Yes. So the enemy knows that when we take our position, people will be set free. There will be healing. There will be mm. peace. There will be joy. I mean, there will be blessing even in the land. Yes. Right? You true. know, when, when, where, where Christians are, God will bless that land. For okay. Sure. The enemy does not want that. So what mm. does he do? He will try to bring uh, pain. He will try to stop that movement. Okay? Yes. And he will use whatever it takes. For sure. He will sure. use the government. He will use the school institutions he will use even church itself bringing conflicts among yes, members okay so That's we need true. to understand who we are who fighting we are. okay yes. we need to understand who we are fighting and so and so probably for that sister at home or mm-hmm. that brother at home yes. going through persecution and probably you know the family calling them all sorts of names i want to encourage that person to realize that hey your enemy is not it's not flesh and blood no your mama and your and your daddy and no. your brothers and sisters, those are not your enemies. Yes. There is another controller. There is one mm. who wants to he wants your entire family to suffer into hell. That's true. that's why he's fighting you. And so mm. please don't stop living for Christ. Oh Christ. Okay? That's true. Don't stop praying for them. And Mm. In in fact, uh, as I finish, I would like, uh, maybe for someone who um, Mm. is coming from a family where there's a lot of persecution. Yes. I would encourage you to pray for them in this way. Mm -hmm. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 puts it this way. Yes. Uh, Let me read verse 3 and 4. And Mm. even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Mm. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel mm. of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And so this is how you can be praying for them. You can pray and tell God, God, I, I, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, that may you remove the veil that has yes. been placed in, in my family's um, um, mind so that they are not able to see the light right. of the gospel. That's may true. you remove the veil. I mm. rebuke the power of the enemy. And, and you know what? Uh, keep on persisting, keep on praying mm. for them, keep on representing God even in that home. And That's hopefully there will be salvation in that home. Mm-hmm. So persecution Amen. is not uh, an indication that you need to stop. It's yes. actually showing you mm-hmm. that you are living for God and you need to
0: continue. To keep going. Keep going. Amen. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yes, someone needed to hear that, mm. even me, myself. Mm. And even as we conclude this, in Romans 8... From 35 onwards, it talks about like what can separate us from the love of Christ. And it mentions, shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? And of course, to answer that, no. <laughs> Nothing, no persecution, no hardship, no trouble can separate us from the love of God. And it says that in all things, whether you're listening right now, mm-hmm. in all things, mm-hmm. it didn't say in some things, mm-hmm. it didn't say at only at workplace, mm-hmm. but it says in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, mm-hmm. and that's Jesus. Hallelujah. And so whatever form of persecution that you might be facing in life, mm-hmm. just remember that nothing, not even that persecution, can separate you from the love of Christ. And in mind right now, I, I can just... Think of believers all over the world, not just in our country, but all over the world, who are going through serious persecution. And I love what William has said today, that verse that he has read, that indeed so many of you know they have been blinded by the enemy. And you can pray, William, for those who are blinded from the by the enemy, and also those who are going through serious persecution. And by serious, it doesn't mean that some are not serious, <laughs> but like all who are going through persecution mm-hmm. around the world, mm-hmm. I believe in the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. I believe that even when you don't, even if we don't know them by name, mm-hmm. God knows them by name, and even as we pray to God, mm-hmm. we believe that He hears and He answers mm-hmm. in His own way. Mm-hmm. So I'd like you to just take time and pray for them mm-hmm. that their faith won't faint. Mm-hmm. So. If you have any final encouragement and could you just pray for everyone in the world who's going through this.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Barbara, for this platform. Barbara, Mm -hmm. at the end of the Bible, Mm -hmm. do you know what the Bible says? Yes. We win. We win. We win. (laughs) Revelation 20 verse 10, and the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire amen and sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet were and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever but we win we win, mm-hmm. we win. all right let's pray together father yes. what an assurance we have yes that you are with us every step of the way yes lord you know, we are having such a great and an important topic talking about persecution. But first, yeah. Lord, we want to start by thanking you. Thank you. Thanking you that we, we can even be persecuted mm. because it, it clearly shows that we are born again. Mm. We are people who, has, who have been washed by the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you loved us so much while we were yet sinners, mm. that you sent Jesus to come and die for us. That today we are considered children of God. Today we are considered ambassadors. Mm. Today we are considered heirs and co-heirs mm. with Christ.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for
1: this assurance. Thank you, Father, for saving us. Thank you. And so, Lord, we want to take this special moment to just pray for people who might be going through pain all over the world. Yes, Father, we know that uh, you are their father. Mm. Some of them, they might be separated from their loved ones. They might be rejected by the community, rejected by their country. And Lord, you are aware of every person going through pain all over the world. Father, we are not asking you to get them out of that pain because we don't know what you're planning. But Lord, we are praying for your grace. Yes. We are praying for your strength. Yes. We are praying, oh Lord, that you will be able to sustain them even in the fire. Yes. And, Lord, if it is your will, get them out. Mm. But, Father, if it's not, may you give them strength to climb that mountain. Mm. And that, Father, by the end of the day, they will be on a higher level. Yes. Their ground will be higher because you have strengthened them, Oh Lord. Father, these are our brothers and sisters. And so, Lord, we remember them. Yes. And we pray, Oh God, that you will comfort them even mm. now, Oh my Father. Thank you that you are a good, good Lord. Yes. And, Father, for... um for the listeners today probably some of them um um they wonder well, what's all this persecution mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe i, I have not i've not been persecuted or maybe um some of them are, are bold enough and, and 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 humble enough to 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 um to submit that they have conformed to the patterns of the world no wonder mm-hmm. they are not being persecuted lord I am praying for life for that believer. Yes. That there will be restoration. Yes. There will be restoration of their Christian faith. Yes. That they will begin living for you seriously. That they will stop uh, the ways of evil. That they will mm. choose you, oh Lord, no matter what, yes. and that they will walk in righteousness, oh my Father. And that when they go through pain, they will be encouraged that you are with them, and mm. that nothing can ever separate them from your love,
0: oh Lord. Yes,
1: Father, we thank you for this time. Mm. Thank you that you're with us. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. amen. amen and amen. amen. Thank you, William. Mm. Um, thank you for coming. And thank you for honoring my invite. Um, I hope you come again and again and again. (laughs) Thank you, Barbara. It's an honor to be here. Okay. So um, we've come to the end of the uh, podcast today. Um, This has been Man of the Word with Barbara. Until next time. Bye.